Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Gamer's Lounge with Amon Green is on the air. You need a sledgehammer? That's Batman. The Gamer's Lounge. Tony Stark will blow up the building, and then as it's blowing up, he'll rebuild it. It's time to <laughs> press play. Oh, man, that is still always good. Good, Great to hear. Uh, welcome to Amon Green's Gamer Lounge. We're in episode, my number that I played with, number 30. We're in episode 30, guys. That's, we're moving along. I like this. We are we're moving along. It. Historic. We're moving along, keeping the train going. Um, something that Mike Holmgren used to say. Was it Mike Holmgren? I think McCarthy said it, too. He said, basically, it's to the point where a player gets cut. You basically have a, uh, I don't know where this came from, but he said, uh, we give you a bus ticket and an apple. I'm like, why you get an apple when you get cut? <laughs> That's funny. I'm like, okay. A bus ticket and an apple? A, yeah. Like when you got cut, that was like the thing. Oh man, t- you got your bus ticket and an apple, huh? I'm like, what's the apple for? Like, <laughs> but I guess they're being sarcastically funny and getting released from the NFL roster. So. Anyway, just thought I'd say that real quick. Uh, but checking in with everybody from last week, my weekend, you know, was I say mellow again. Had a chill day with my uh, one of my players. Um, he goes by the name of Peace, and his gamer tag and fighting name, and he plays a game called Brawlhalla. It's similar to Super Smash Brothers, and uh, I watched him playing a tournament. And it actually he played in a one v one and a two v two, so he had a teammate. Um, somebody that he partnered with online to play with. And they did really good. And uh, what I'm excited about is out of 1,500 players, he finished in the top third. I think he finished uh, 385th place. So I was like, oh, good job, Mark. He's a true, he's a freshman. So he's still adjusting to cap his life, but also gaming as well. So I was able to do that on Saturday. What about yourself, Ben? Man, I didn't do a lot. It was kind of nice. It was my first weekend to not have anything to do um, uh, work-related, which was nice. Kind of laid low. That uh, feels good, don't it? It does. It feels really great. Good. Finally got to switch back from the girlfriend. She finally gave it up after she's been playing um, her game that she bought a couple weeks ago that we've talked about yeah. so much. But I got back into my favorite, Super Smash. Played some um, uh, Mario Kart as well. So it was a good weekend. Chill. Packers got a win. So that was good. Yeah. yeah. It's fun weekend, fun weekend football again, another weekend of football. It's, it, I think this weekend for me was basically copy and paste from the weekend before. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like the same that. thing. It's just I, like, I do, I do a lot of that lately, a, co- yeah. a lot of copy and pasting. A little copy and paste is Rocket League, is PJ Tour, 2K21. I'm still working on those. And, uh, oh, had the fire, uh, campfire out with the family on Saturday night. That was, that was a blast nice. because here's why it's awesome. Number one, it's a lot cooler. Right. Temperature wise to have a campfire. Number two, it gets Correct. darker sooner. So when you have a little kid, they don't have to stay up to like nine thirty for it to get dark. It's dark at like seven thirty. That's pretty oh, sweet. Yeah. And you can look at That's the stars and everything. Right there. Yeah. It's so That's it's pretty cool. Changer. Hey, real quick though, the bus ticket in an apple. So I did some Googling on bus ticket in an apple right here while you guys were talking. <laughs> I found it referenced many places, including a book 
Amazing Tales from the Chicago Bears Sideline. So this bus ticket in an apple must be this a thing in sports that I, I've never heard about, Amon, until you brought it up today. And they're talking right. about Mike Ditka when he first got to Chicago. And it says one day early on in this book, he was out there being Iron Mike. Right out of the box, he yelled, you guys better hustle or I'll have your ass out of town with a bus ticket in an apple. Yeah, I'm like... I heard that my first time my rookie year in Seattle, Seattle. as a Seahawk. And then again, um, with my, so that was Mike Holmgren when he came in in 99. And then again with uh, McCarthy and I'm, Mike Shermer might have said it once or twice, but I know McCarthy said it too. And I'm like, is this, this is a thing. I'm like, what's with the apple? You know, is they, they're, they're trying to be courteous, you know, give you a little snack before, you know, since they cut you or yeah. something. I don't know. I guess so. It's so hilarious. I wish I knew where it started them on. Like right. where they're the original. Origin. Yeah, the origin of it. Exactly. That's we need, we're going to go on an Indiana Jones mission of finding out where this comment, <laughs> this statement has come from. You guys just lost the me journey. from the podcast, by the way. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to go try to find Google that. Uh, but I'm going to bring you back with this one, man. Or uh, yeah, bring you back with this topic here. We got, you know, J.K. Rollins, right? Everybody knows J.K. Rollins, the famous writer that created um, Harry Potter. And then now recently, um, was a Grindelwald and Fantastic Beasts. So great stories, fantasy, nonfiction stories that encompasses everybody, even people and creatures that she's created from her imagination of writing and imagery. And so the new game, as you watched, um, we you know last week actually, you guys, we're going to talk about it later in the show. But PS Five had the showcase release last Friday, and same thing Xbox did about a couple months ago with their Xbox X Series release. They had a big showcase where they talked about the game, the games that were coming out on a new system, the system itself, things of that nature. And one of the games that was uh, talked about that Warner Brothers uh, publisher is bringing into the fold for PS5 is the world of Harry Potter game called Hogwarts Legacy. And so with that big announcement, obviously the Hogwarts or Harry Potter fans around the world are like, oh, awesomeness going on. But something that just surprised me, you know, reading about the release of the game and knowing that uh, JK is really not attached to the game, but obviously her, her her ideas, the creativity of the characters' names and who they are is part of it. But she really didn't have no, you know, say so. She wasn't a part of the development of the game. Um but what what did come out, what I didn't know, because this is not just this is not brand new information, but it's definitely new information for me, is the fact that uh, J.K. Rawlings has a um, I say she 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 goes into a different. She doesn't quite agree with the uh, I say um, what's the word transgender women and does not support transgender women and does not support trans support trans uh, community. Um, all together and she actually is a part of a radical feminist group called turf and in some of her statements you know she she has drawn common you know condemnation from fans as well as Harry potter film act even the actors daniel radcliffe emmy watson rupert grint and eddie red ready also you know have commented against her and her stance and for me it was just a subtle surprise because what i mentioned before she's put out books that have basically touch a generation in a way that is fun is family or um, I say oriented and it's inclusion in every character in every storyline that we hear that we see that we've watched or participated in in any Harry Potter movie TV show amusement park thing of that nature so it just was a subtle surprise to see this come up 
about her, even like I said, it wasn't old, just new to me, but, but it's just something new to where it's like, wow, you know, somebody that was that imaginary and even a woman herself does not, you know, support, you know, not saying she has to, but just having the comments that she put out there in the past, you know, it's like, hmm, interesting. So guys, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I don't even think really that it's not that she doesn't support, because if you read some of the statements that she made that kind of started this all, she, she does say, I, I think she says, I love, I don't have the exact quote, but basically she did show support for trans people. So, but then some of the, the words that she says, um, in the opinion of others goes against that. So, right. um, yeah, so I can understand the confusion there of someone who saw those words and then, you know, said, well, this doesn't jive with what you're saying. So I, I get right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, this a little, this an observation thing, Ben, what you think? No, I mean, it is the year 2020, so nothing surprises me anymore. You know, who you thought people were, what you may have thought their their beliefs were, et cetera. I just, it's 2020, man. Nothing shocks or surprises me anymore. Yeah, and you say, you go, you know, you're going into the article we hear that we, you know, with the good people at Kutako help us out. Warner Brothers goes into, you know, their statement, you know, saying their position on inclusiveness is well established and fostering a diverse and inclusive culture has never been more important to our company and to our audiences, audiences around the world. So they deeply value the work of our storytellers who give so much of themselves and sharing their creations with us, with us all. So, you know, with that still, you know, that part, like I said, it's, it's still, you know, it's to everybody's opinion. We all can have them. It just, for me, just a little bit of surprise there, but, um, but for the game itself, Hogwarts legacy, I've watched the, um, the preview. I watched a little bit of the PlayStation five showcase over the weekend and through the week before the show. And the game looks awesome. And I know how, people are about Harry Potter, man. You either in or you're not, you know, it's like being a star Wars fan to a Trekkie fan and you're hardcore about it. And for me, my kids, that was the thing of my kids uh, growing up that we went when it was hitting the theaters, we were in the theater, you know, all bundled up four in a row, five in a row and a seat popcorn and, uh, and soda pop ready to go. But, uh, but always a fun series to watch as they got older, as the characters got older, that's when the movies got more serious. Um, it went from being more fun in games with being them. They were in like 10, 11 years old, but then by the time they got 18, 19, then that's when the, the, was it Valdemort was coming, uh, back to back to life and all his, uh, army of, of bad wizards were coming into play to battle, the battle Harry and all the other side of the, the good wizards. So it was just a, a good storyline. And it's just something, like I said, it's more interesting than anything. And this brand new information for myself, um, coming into the fold here, but, uh, taking us into some other crazy big stuff in the industry. PS5 pre-orders is a complete, I won't say the word, but just say it was a food bar. <laughs> it was F. It wasn't, it was, pro, it was, it was brought in a certain way, but it shouldn't, it, it was, shouldn't have been. It was a cluster was, F. Yeah. I'll just, I'll let you say it, man. You know, cluster it F. was that confusion. Works. It was utter confusion, you know? So PlayStation, they did their big showcase. Like I mentioned already last, last week. week. Yep. Yep, last uh, I believe it was Friday, Thursday or Friday of last week. Mm-hmm. And in that announcement, and also they also posted to Twitter right after that was that PS5 launch schedule is you know going global. That it's going to launch on November twelfth in United States, Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea, and then everywhere else. 
the rest of the world on November 19th. And then it says at the bottom of the post, PlayStation 5 pre-orders will be available starting as early as tomorrow tomorrow to select retailers. So that's pretty, you know, pretty clear cut. But then suggested in some places, their pre-orders got will go live on the morning of September 18th, while elsewhere it can come later. So it suggested that some kind of plan to this whole thing was kind of like not, it was a plan, but it wasn't a plan. <laughs> you know, you got, then you have Walmart that makes a post that says we can't make you, you basically make you wait to get the PlayStation five question mark. Nah, that's not like us go on pre-order now. <laughs> so, they, so it's like now the companies, Walmart, Sony, are kind of taking shots or, or Walmart and Microsoft are kind of taking shots. Cause even Microsoft got into the fold by putting out a, a post saying pre-order September 22nd worldwide launches in 36 country, November 10th. And they have a finger pointing to nine uh, hype, like a hype train 9,000 plus and says, don't worry parentheses. Don't worry. Let you know, we'll let you know the exact time pre-orders start for you soon. So that's kind of like a slap in the face to Sony, which they're they're rivals. That's going to happen. You know, guys, (laughs) it is going to be when they get, when they get to get the ammunition, they're going to fire on it. This is weird. I don't know what's going on with Sony. I don't know if there's some sort of coordinated media attack. I'm going, okay. This sounds really conspiratorial. Sorry. Hold on. They brought it on themselves. All right. So basically when they, when, when they have this big unveil event last week, right, they say pre-orders, also start tomorrow. So Walmart, GameStop, Target, That's they true. run with this. They open up pre-orders the following day. That's by well, two, what, right? Yep, yep. So what happens then is all these fans rushed in and started getting their pre-orders in. Well, then they started getting air messages on these uh, stores' websites. So then they weren't able to get their pre-orders in. So that leads to massive panic because, as we know, with the culture we yes. live in, people will put in pre-orders not because they're big gaming fans and they want to play on their PlayStation 5. They want to resell that for double the yes. money on the, on, on, yes. on the other side. So to get back to what to to what you were talking about, John, this is totally brought on by Sony. No, um, yeah, you're probably you're probably right in that respect. I just think it's weird <laughs> that we have two weeks in a row where Sony's just getting crushed through the media, and I don't know what their pre-order plan was. I don't know what happened to these websites. Was it because there's these bots that everybody? has to go buy everything yeah. that's crap is it going to happen to almost everything that gets released just sony microsoft whatever because these bots which by the way to me is the bigger story is that the fact that people this this drives me insane guys the fact that people can get online not even people that they can have it's programs yes. programs computer programs yeah to, the bots yeah yep. to, to snatch up all this inventory so they can make uh, flip it and make money to me is wrong. And I don't know yeah. what the fix is, but that is no, we, we can't, we can't let this happen as consumers. We can't let people constantly yeah. do that and flip and charge us double, triple, whatever the amount of money is. Now I get it. It's like marketplace, demand, supply, all that. But no, man, you shouldn't be able to, to, to basically steal someone else's purchase because you have a computer program well any okay for example right, i agree with you john ebay you can already go on there right now and look at playstation 5s that are for sale because people got their pre-order in or not people but these bots did they're going for a thousand fourteen hundred dollars a thousand dollars again eight hundred seventy five dollars so nobody at least initially is going to pay retail price for this playstation no. 5 no such a cluster no. f it's kind of like tick like in the music business right like 
tickets yeah. were a ticket for a concert. Remember concerts, guys? Were a ticket yeah. for a concert <laughs> would, would go on sale, and then the, the next market would jack up the price, and there is nothing you can do. And there are fans yeah. of, of musicians. Yeah, the scalping fans of musicians sure. are like, I can't even get a ticket, man. They all bought up, and now they're on sale for five times the amount. Yeah, we got virtual scalping now, you know, like you started, Ben, with tennis shoes and bots buying that, but now into consoles because the the shoe game, because it's StockX, it's one of these companies, they said, they, you know, StockX, as you know, they retail, sell shoes back to people, or if you have old shoes you want to sell that are still in good condition, they basically clean them up and resell them to people out there. So that now they say, you know, they just, they pivoted in the business world, you know, you pivot to adjust to the market. So they did. They saw what was going on with P with PlayStation 5, with Xbox X series, and they jumped in the game and then brought in all these bots, which I agree with you, John, should be outlawed illegal on some way, shape, or form and let these people know you can't, you know, we gotta give out hand out punishment for you know, people that do this. So then and they'll take the 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 fun away from purchasing a new system. Because when you try to purchase a new system, you pretty much you got people in a global pandemic and other things going on in the world and you you're trying to put down 500 bucks that this now it triples to 1500 bucks is because somebody trying to make back the money because they bought four of them already so no i agree both with both of you on that well, standpoint it's just here's taking other, a little bit too far here's the other thing too i don't know how you ever stop this because according to sony's own internal pre-order system it's built on the idea of drawing from the existing playstation network community and relying on individual email confirmations so if that is how they built their pre-order system, how are these bots still getting in and doing this? How do you fix it maybe is a uh, better uh, way to go yeah, about this? I don't this. even know how you fix it. That's the it's thing. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, because the bots could be programmed to be basically simulate us online. Yeah. You know, they could be programmed to select, the you know, click the tab where you put your email in. It does all that. You can make bots to do that. I mean, you got bots in gaming where they call it, you know, in shooters, it's called aim bots. So it helps the, the player shoot better. But you can only get detected if you have the firmware or whatever trips the alarm that says, hey, he's using an aimbop in, in, in the game. So it's hard to tell, man. These guys and young ladies out there that are hackers, they're good. I, That's I just, all I can say. They're yeah, good. Real quick, I just feel like we're probably in a day and age until we figure this out where this is the norm, where if there's a hot product, it doesn't have to be a console. It can be anything. If there's a hot right. product that people want, if you don't get it right away, you either wait or you pay double or triple or quadruple the price because I don't know right. I don't know what else to do because in the old days you see signs at Target even now like with toys or whatever like limited to one or two purchase whatever it is per customer right. and they can control that because people come in and we're not all coming in thousands at a time with bots on the internet we're coming in one at a time as people in a in a physical store and they could control it back in the day I don't know how you control it I don't know what to do. It's frustrating, though. It really is. Yeah, no, this goes back to me wanting a Switch like right. a few months ago. Yeah. You couldn't get exactly. one because everybody gobbled that's, them up and sold them for double the price. And that's what they were doing, man. You were part in it, John. You were yeah. a victim. Yeah. Here's the other thing, too. I, Microsoft, I never Switch game. But I, I, I never gave in. I was like, screw that. I'm not giving you your double the money. I'm right. waiting no, until no. I actually can get a copy. And I had to wait. Here's I the other to thing, too, with this. Microsoft, they better have their you-know-what together. When they start yeah. offering pre-orders for their new Xbox coming out, because I mean, it's so easy for them now to sit back and take shots at Sony at, at, at what a mess their pre-order pre-orders have gone. But Microsoft, you better have a plan in place as well here, because <laughs> it's gonna your day is coming too. 
No, yeah, I believe they will. This is a uh, them, you know, watching film, what reviewing the social media world of all this going on, and they're doing their homework. They'll be ready, and they might have been behind us. Who knows? <laughs> Knowing how they want to pot, uh, make pot shots at each other, um, but uh, I know some fun things going on. I know if I had the opportunity to do this, I definitely would. So we had uh, found on social media we had two players from the uh, uh, Los Angeles Chargers had the opportunity to play the now recent very popular game fall guys on the big screen at SoFi stadium here in Los Angeles. And it has a little clip of them playing it. And for me, I'm like, Oh, I remember going to Dallas stadium when that place opened up oh, yeah. back right before the Packers yeah. went to the super bowl and, or went to the super bowl. I was at that game. I'm sitting there. I'm, the first thing being a gamer, you know what the first thing popped in my head. I'm like, man, Madden would look so good on that big screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, it looks so great. So we got these guys. We got uh, Jinx or Jink and Mike Bagley playing uh, Fall Guys, and they're just having a blast. I'm like, oh man. Oh, and there's some other I guys. Could. Yeah, and then there were some other guys that were playing Super Smash on that same thing. I don't know if people out there Ooh. have actually seen the visuals of what that uh, giant screen looks like at the new SoFi Stadium, but it kind of wraps around in a circle around the stadium. Yeah, inside and of a it. lot. Of, it's cool. Yeah, a lot of stadiums are doing that. I kind of I've seen. I haven't been to it, but I saw it on uh, on TV online at uh, Atlanta Stadium, their new Mercedes-Benz Stadium that they mm-hmm. you know opened up a couple years ago. They have that same wraparound screen. I think that's the popular. A thing amongst new, brand new stadiums being, being built here in America, maybe the world. But when you can then have a, a HDMI um, outlet um, input, and you can put a PlayStation or Xbox or a computer to that, oh, that is a gamer's dream right there to play on something that big. You definitely got to wear gamer glasses <laughs> on that. Wear them gamers advantage because you got all type of blue light coming at you. Here, okay, so here's what we do once uh, everything returns to normal. We get in contact with the Packers. I think we might have a connection, and we yeah. see if we can <laughs> if we can get into Lambo <laughs> and play video games. Ooh, would that be pretty sweet? Would that be pretty sweet? That'll be pretty. And I love this idea, by the way. Um, you know, I I cover women's basketball at the University of Wisconsin. For those who don't know, and one of the yeah. cool things I saw once at I think it was in in Evanston for Northwestern. What they had at halftime was Mario Kart races on their big screen with like Ooh. fans. So fans would get controllers and they'd play Mario Kart on the screen. And uh, I don't know. I think this could be a thing at halftime for maybe not NFL, but like colleges or something like that. I think that's a really fun thing to, to throw at people playing games yeah, at I halftime. Think, or something. Yeah, for college kids, it definitely will be a, a distraction because, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, I coach kids now. Some of them attention span is not real long. <laughs> you need to, you need to occupy them for a little bit. I think that would do it for the halftime show, having them be play a couple rounds of either Mario Kart or Super Smash Bros. I think that would be good. Um, but I know a company that is definitely doing some big things and good things is Microsoft. I mean, they're already, like I said, I think they're behind what's going on with Sony right now because um, they're making moves like what they're doing by, by buying Bethesda for $7.5 billion to boost the Xbox. <laughs> um, I say line of production companies, of studios, developers out there. You know, they pretty much brought in another 10 to 12 um, studios that make up Bethesda that creates the games like Doom, 
um, like Elder Scrolls, like Fallout. Those are big games. Those not these. This is like basically for things that we know um, from traditional sports. This is a owner buying in Kansas City Patriots, the best teams in baseball, best teams in basketball, and owning all three, three, four of them. You yeah. know, right? Well, this was that's really what, yeah, that's true. what Microsoft just did. I mean, this was really important for them to do too, because as we know. Um, as we talked about earlier in this episode, uh, the PlayStation 5 drops basically the same time as as the new Xbox. And just um, reading social media reaction and what you know some gamers are talking about online, they haven't really been impressed with the new lineup of games and stuff that's coming out with the Xbox and the Microsoft. So they have spent so much money, Amon. They spent $2.5 billion back in 2014 to purchase um, uh, Minecraft. And now, mm-hmm. and they've also acquired six different studios in 2018 and one last year. So Microsoft is just really trying to beef up what they do to try and compete with Sony. Do you think they need it, Amon? Just when you look at the titles that they have and now what they've purchased from Beth- uh, Bethesda. That's a, Bethesda. Yeah, Bethesda. Yeah, hey, trust me, my, uh, John. <laughs> I had so hard of a time, problem trying to pronounce that word. I Bethesda? got it now. Bethesda. So I feel your pain. Right. I feel your pain. It it's Bethesda. Times. It took me about a year to get it right. <laughs> But to your question, John, it is um, something that I really didn't think or feel that they needed more, you know, help. I mean, because they put out great games and now to get them, it's just more it's just icing on a cake because I'm more biased. I say I'm a little bit more biased to Xbox just for the doubt, like more for the detail stuff, like the download time to me is a little faster than a PlayStation 5. But at the end of the day, I like both. But that's the only difference for me is download time. But from what they've doing, they're making big pivot moves in the business industry of esports. And, you know, they already, you know, if people forget now that they delayed Halo Infinite. That's what I was just going to bring up. You, you, that's you the game everybody was because, looking forward to with this new Xbox well, system. And they right. pushed it back. But, but what they're doing is pivoting and they correct. They're fixing that. Now, people are just talking about Microsoft in a good light now. And and what we're hearing about PlayStation is nothing good. So they've done some good stuff to make up for some stuff, some bad stuff they made mistakes on. And it's not a mistake. It was a thing more of a, a accountability thing. You know, the Halo Infinite production team, developer team, they said, look, we don't want to put our product out now. When we know it's not going to be ready. So I respect the fact they said that when they made the announcement that they were not going to launch Halo Infinite here coming up in the fourth quarter of the year. Because obviously it's a lot of it's a big fan base in it, and if it didn't come out and impress the fans, then trust me, you know they're going to hear about it. So they right. want you know push it back another year. And but 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 then why you know we're going to push that back? But guess what? We about to buy Bethesda. Bam! Yeah, the but, mic drop on you. Right. You know they got to do all that fun stuff. Now Bethesda had been working more tightly with Sony, and they had already come to an agreement uh, b- before this purchase was made by um, uh, Microsoft to mm-hmm. debut two of their upcoming games, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo exclusively on the PlayStation 5 for a timed console exclusive, they called it, which would mean that you could get it on other consoles after that time had expired. But Microsoft yep. being good, and they're gonna, or they have already said that they're going to honor that commitment. So it'll be interesting to see with Bethesda now being owned by um, uh, Microsoft. Microsoft where these games come right. out and all that stuff. Yeah, if they're going to continue to make games for PlayStation, for the right. competitors pretty much, because they own the studios. <laughs> so I like the fact that they're at least going to honor what they promised them with Deathloop and Ghostwire. 
Um, if they would have pulled back on that, then now I've been like, oh, come on now. You're just trying to just, you're trying to just, you, you're already owning the game, but you're doing it with, without, you know, integrity basically. Yeah. But they are, they said, you know what, that was a part of our agreement. We'll stick to that. But you know, after that, then unless it's something that we know that we could profit on just as well as you guys could profit on, they have the power to say, no PlayStation, we're not going to let you have this game. This is our game. You know, this is our exclusive game that we're going to hold for our system you know, and our profit. Cause after the day, you know, at the end of the day for the company where those positions guys are in the company, it's about, you know, putting money in their pocket. Yeah. Something um, has got to be coming from Sony though, because as we know, this lead up to the release of the next gen consoles, this is when everybody chooses. Am I going PlayStation or am I going Xbox? Right. Sony's right. got to do some damage control. Some, they have to make some <laughs> sort of splash to get people excited again. I hope they do. Because right now they are a, 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 a boat sinking with a big old crack at the bottom of the hole. And I'll say this, guys. If next week's post- podcast we have another negative Sony story, I'm telling you, there's something to my conspiracy theory that 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 somebody's out to get Sony. But who, John? Microsoft. Microsoft. Okay. But man. this week's or, Sony or, issue or, or was brought on by Sony. I get it. I get it. This week it's all on Sony. There's no coordinated effort this week. Yeah. Well, uh, let me think about it. I'll figure out a way why it's not on Sony. You think. I'm just all here right, to defend yeah. Sony because they just get so much bad press all the time. All right. All right, guys. We're done with this open discussion. Let's do it. We want to get get on to what's on stream. Row, row, row your boat gently up. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for what's on stream. So what is on? Man, we got some always good stuff. I'm a TV head kid. I was I was raised in watching TV sitcoms and now we got all these streaming apps out here. You know, we got Netflix, we got Hulu, we got Prime Video. It's just take your pick right now. Um, but it's awesome good stuff out there. And so this uh, this show, this series just started back on September 19th. And it's it's on Hulu. You can find it on Hulu. It is called Woke, W-O-K-E. And Keith, so the main character is Keith, K-E-F-F. It's an African-American cartoonist on the verge of him about to hit mainstream success okay he's about to hit it big he's uh talking with his marketing agent his uh his uh, talent agent and all that to t- make a big deal with a big company that's going to put his artwork from a comic book to the big screen you know and when an unexpected incident changes his life so you got to watch uh, it's eight episodes the first episode kind of gets you into the story introduce keith and keith is played by actor keith knight who have you seen from um what's that new girl and he's on another movie called Desperados. That's uh, actually a, a rom-com there. So check him out. He's been busy a lot. So it also stars Lauren, uh, Lauren Morris, Blake Anderson, and T. Murph. And it's a comedy. It's hilarious. You recognize some of the faces. I believe um, T. Murph is from, I think, that one show that was on Comedy Central called Workaholics, if any of you guys watch that show. Yeah. So you got some familiar faces, but good show. And it actually taps a little bit on what's going on in the world in terms of social injustices, but in a funny way. It brings in the comedy aspect of trying to shed light on, you know, still the information. But this, like I said, that little comedy twist that makes things a little bit more understandable, but a little bit more easy to, I say, to take in. So check it out. It is uh, Woke on Hulu. Eight episodes. You can binge them. They're fun. They're fun and funny to watch. So check my man out. All right. So mine comes from the best streaming service. I'm on Netflix. 
Right? Are we in agreement I, on I, that? I like I like you I like how you put that out there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right now they they are hitting it out the park. This is another uh, uh, a fight. Yeah. You know, like Microsoft and Sony, like we're yeah. talking about now, is Netflix yep. and Hulu. I know it's a guy on TikTok. I can't think of his name right now, but he made a TikTok where he's he's playing each app. So he's like in a one scene, one scene he's Netflix, and another scene he's Hulu, and another scene he's Disney Plus, and another scene he's uh, what's that? Uh, um, the anime app uh, cosplay. I can't think of it right now. It'll pop in my head, but it's he's these different apps, and they're conversating about who's better, nice. and it's so funny. Check it out. It's on TikTok. But go uh, into your uh, your spill bin. All right. So mine is season four of Jack Whitehall's Travels with My Father. Now, Jack is a comedian. I don't know if, if you guys have ever heard of him or you've seen seasons one through three. But what he does is when he travels to different places around the world to do his stand-up comedy, he'll bring his father with him. Now, his father is like 80-something years old. He's an old agent, right? Um and he's just like so proper and everything's got to be this way. And it's just funny because Jack puts his dad in these just hilarious um, uh, scenarios. So season four, they're in Australia this time, okay? He takes he his dress dad. dress him up in drag? Uh, he, do- like he does. He does dress him up in drag during during a certain episode. Those two are up on stage dancing and then Jack gets mad because his dad's getting attention. So he pushes his dad off. To- it's funny. It's funny oh, stuff. Man. But they also go to a uh, to an emu farm. And they oh, get and they go into a pen Uh-oh. and to watch them try watch and catch an emu. That's what they try and do. It's hilarious because an emu is kind of like an ostrich. If you don't know what it is, yeah. Right? And well, they spit. Right? They spit, oh, they spit. Oh, and they're no. fast, and yeah. you just gotta grab them by the by the by the wings. It's 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 cool, and they also learn to and play hold cricket. Hold on, grab them by the wings and hold on. Basically, so they try yeah. to jump on the back of this uh, emu. Uh, basically, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> just hilarious. It is hilarious, and he puts his dad in um, other awkward, cringeworthy, funny scenarios too. It's really funny. So it is season four of Jack Whitehall's Travels with My Father on the best streaming service possible, Netflix. Ooh. I don't know why you'd want to go after an emu, by the way. I don't either. You ever seen an ostrich? If they're like ostriches, uh, which they are, right? Man. Like right. ostriches are nasty. Did you ever seen? I think I've talked they're about dangerous. this. They're dangerous. They're dangerous. They're big. They're mean. They're, they're to- their feet look like they could just tear you like, off. Rip you apart. Yeah. yeah. Like any any wild animal has my respect, okay? I am not messing with their personal space. It is not happening. And every animal, like pretty much every animal, is way stronger than we think. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Like you yep. don't have to be 200 pounds to be super strong as an animal. You can be a different type of strong as an animal, be like 100 pounds. But you're like a dip. You're not human strong. You're that whatever animal strong you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know you I mean? wild animal strong. Yeah, which is a totally you know, different strong. <laughs> Totally different strong. All right, here's mine. Um, I think we mentioned this last week on the greatest streaming service, uh, Netflix. But I yes. finally, I've got about 20 minutes left. I couldn't watch it all last night. Hope you're getting paid for that, Ben. Hope you're getting paid for that comment. <laughs> I started the social dilemma, guys. Ooh, yes. How is that going? It's so not you, you good. You brought it up again. This is the second week in a row. That means it must be good. Well, I finally started it. I'm almost done oh. with it. Don't, don't, don't. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> Dude, it don't is, do it to it is the worst. It, well, it's, it's so reality. It's reality, man. I do it to you myself. Woke. I guess I'm. I guess a little bit woke. It just talks about yep. social media and uh, basically how it works, how it's manipulative, yep. how it's addictive, how it's designed, how it's designed, yep. how well, we sc- don't. We we just jumped in. We don't know what we're doing. And uh, to I, me, the scariest part good? about that yeah. is 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 one. Yeah, I think it was one of the creators of Facebook. Okay, he's on there. And he yeah. said, when we created this app, we had no idea how it was going to basically just 
change culture. Like people's daily lives are changed by how many likes they get, how many dislikes yes. they get, comment sections. Yeah, the depression among young oh. Uh, kids, teenagers, teenagers suicide right. rates. Well, and for you, John, having a, Dude, having a daughter. I know, I know. Man. It's exactly, I was looking at them like, this is awful. And um, You have four daughters. I know three of them. I know one for sure. She pay, does not pay attention to social media. Thank, thank goodness, God. Thank goodness, Simon. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I know what you're talking about. And, and then the, the last thing about this that um, we actually tried, my wife and I, while we were watching the show, is just the fact that everybody's Google search is different. You know, I, I've yes. never really thought about that. I always thought like Google, yes. you type in what is, and then they kind of populate the most. Yes. No. If you type in like climate change is, is the example they gave. My results were different than my wife's results, which I'm sure are different than Ben's and Amon's results based on mm-hmm. location and searches and everything. And that stuff to me is creepy. Well, I think it also looks at like on Facebook, you, you know. You can put down if you're a Republican or a Democrat, right? Well, I'm glad I never put that sees, down on Facebook. Right. I'm so glad. But it sees all of that, and then it'll change and your if, search results with Google or yeah, what, wherever I, you're searching. Right. I'll add on top of that, Ben, like recently, you know, we're in the uh, election year, right? Mm-hmm. And what you're talk, just talking about with Democrats and Republicans and who you're voting for, and you, you're going to certain websites, and you, they're getting that information. I've been getting text messages from people from random numbers asking me to vote for Biden, vote for Trump, or this, are you a supporter here? I'm like, where did it get my, how did it, it's like, wow. (laughs) You want to know what I love to do? Oh, I love to text me messages asking me and who I'm going to vote for. I'm like, really? I'm going to text back. Like I'm voting for this person. Here's what I do. (laughs) It's it's crazy. Here's what I do. Okay. If I get something like pro Trump, for example, I'll send a text back that just rips Trump. But then (laughs) if I get something pro Biden, I'll send right. back something just ripping Biden. You troll. You're I troll them. The so you going to troll them. Okay. I, I, I troll them for a reason because I want to see what their response is going to be. Right. And every time their response is, thank you, we'll take you off our list. Love it. Right. Every time. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do then. I'm going to troll them and see what they fire back. Do at. it. See, and that's this is what's, do. then this, 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 um, trolling that we do. Mm-hmm. That you do, that I do sometimes, that Amon is going to do. Like, I don't think these algorithms are ready for trolling, like, like, like in the social media world. And then they get confused. And how does this even know us? Or it's, it's, it, then the whole, the whole database gets screwed up because the data that's getting, I thought this guy let's, liked so and so. I guess he doesn't. Let's break the database, John. Let's break it. That's and, what we do. It. Do. One last Why creepy thing, on. creepy thing with social media. Uh, I went to Target okay. and I bought some, uh, whiskey. Uh-huh. Like, what? Uh, Why are you buying whiskey at Target? Because I was at Target. What is this the cheapest, worst kind of whiskey well, in the Maker's world? Maker's Mark. At Target? Yes. You don't go to Target for liquor. Well, I, oh. I bought Maker's Mark. They, oh. se- they sell liquor at Target. Have you never been to a Target? Yes. But if I want whiskey, I want something good, not well, something I'm going to find at Target. Listen, it was after work, and I wanted to get home. I want whiskey with my Rocket League, okay? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So oh, I got he's some- going hard in the paint now. Yeah. I like it, uh, <laughs> so I got some whiskey. About that Rocket League. But it was weird because then Twitter, the next day, and I've had three or four different you bourbon had- advertisements. And I'm the like, whiskey, right? Yeah. I'm like, guys. I, I got yeah. my bourbon already. But hold on, now, leave hold me on alone. Now. You didn't search like does Target no. have? No, no, it's listening. You to. ran your credit card though. My credit. Didn't you? It took ah, my credit yes. card. It took my purchases. It sent exactly. it to my social media. Ah, exactly. the same thing. Algorithm, baby. Yeah, algorithm. We gotta got, break these things, guys. I got my gamer advantage glasses. I've been getting ads for different types of blue light glasses, not from yep. gamer advantage, but from others. Exactly. The, the other night, I replied to one of the ads. 
it's probably the bad thing to do. I was like, guys, yeah, you shouldn't have did that. I already now, got now my, in. I know, I already got my blue light glasses. Stop being creepy. You know, like that kind of stuff makes me. Was there me really a response upset. from them? Uh, I haven't checked. <laughs> I did it last night. Nah, yeah, I'm oh, sure they man. ignore that. It's, it's anyway, the algorithm, man. The algorithms. We, we need to create a TV show, do some research, and call it algorithm. Mm. Or just call it trolling, and we can just troll trolling, these things and break or them. Trolling. Yeah. Or trolling. Or we could, or we could talk about these uh, game releases that's coming up here next. Release the games. It's time for the game releases. Game, game releases. releases. So, the game for the week that I'm talking about, and I bring it up because it has one of, like we coined the phrase today, the world's greatest streaming app. Is that what you said, Ben? Yeah, Netflix, my man. Netflix. So Netflix, Emmy-winning series, animation series by DreamWorks, Troller, Troll Hunters, Defenders of Arcadia, has has a new game coming out. But this Friday, uh, September 25th, 2020, it's going to be on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and on PC. And like I mentioned, it's, it's inspired by the hit Netflix series created by Guillermo del Toro. We Guillermo. know him from Pan's, Pan Labyrinth. We know he's a great director. I like his name. Great writer. Guillermo. What's that? I said, I like yeah, his name, name, Guillermo. Yeah, yeah. He uh, <laughs> threw you off there, awesome didn't name. I, Amon? <laughs> no, you didn't throw me off. I'm, you, great name and great artist in, in his own right. But now he's bringing the voice talents of Emily Hirsch. Charlie Saxon and David Bradley. So it's coming from Bandai Namco and Outright Games and the Universal Games and Digital Platforms developed by WayForward DreamWorks. So Troll Hunters, Defenders of Arcadia, will work as a new platform, an action and adventure game, which tells the stories of Arcadia trilogy made of Troll Hunters, Three Below, and eagerly anticipated new series Wizards, which also will launch later this year on Netflix. So this Netflix, like I said, is crushing the game. Not only now they're helping a TV series, but now they're in the video game world too with Dream, um, with Troll Hunters here. So the game comes, like I said, it comes out Friday. It's going to have some fun features about it, like on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, X, uh, Nintendo Switch, and PC. You'll have all-star, all-star uh, voice talent, like I mentioned already. Um, Emily Hirsch plays uh, Jim Lake Jr. Bradley, David Bradley as Merlin, and Charlie Saxon as Toby, and Lexi Madrano as Claire. As original story, jump into the world of Troll Hunters as Jake Jim Lake Jr. and prepare to stop the time apocalypse. Encounter familiar faces, journey through unique worlds as favorite characters from the hit series, and to become a hero of Arcadia by leveling up your armor abilities to become a more powerful than ever and get help, get a helping hand to beloved characters and local co-op modes as well. So that means we could play together, guys. We could do that as a team since we want to bring down the algorithm and other things going on in the world today, but we can do it as the troll hunters, defenders of Arcadia out Friday on PlayStation, Xbox, switch and PC. Boom. Except in our what game, got, we're, we're the trolls. We're not hunting. No. We're the trolls. <laughs> yeah, We're the trolls. We're the trolls, trolls guy. All right. So uh, I found really. this story last night and I'm like, how can I work it into the podcast? All right. So I found my right. way right here during game releases. So today, September 23rd, right? As we do this mm-hmm. podcast, this article from yesterday, September 22nd, Nintendo accidentally announces a new Kirby game. Hmm. All right. See, yeah. Kirby lovers out That's there. Like, so without a press release works. or anything else, they inadvertently listed a new Kirby game on their website, Kirby Fighters yeah. 2. So Kirby Fighters began its life as a game, uh, part of 2014's Kirby 
Triple Deluxe before being beefed up as a standalone product for the 3DS eShop called Kirby Fighters Deluxe. This would presumably be the sequel to that. Only this time for the Nintendo Switch. So this one will be out on the Switch whenever it comes out. But it's just kind of interesting because last night uh, I went on this website, or I went on um, their website as well to see if I could find it. The site mm-hmm. was not working. Just mm. said like temporarily out of whatever. Mm. So I mm. went on this morning. Kirby Fighters 2 no longer listed on Nintendo's website. Ooh, but I was man, able to man. see it was listed for only 20 bucks. So all Kirby fans, man. Kirby Fighters 2 eventually is coming out on the Nintendo Switch. Man, Sony right now is all discombobulated. That's what's going on with them. This is <laughs> Nintendo, is though. This is Nintendo. Oh, I'm sorry, Nintendo. They, they're discombobulated, too. I'm Someone's discombobulated. out to get Nintendo. <laughs> You're discombobulated. It's Microsoft. They're trying to take Microsoft. down Sony and Nintendo. They try to take, they try to take They're like the Empire right now, or yeah. Amazon. Trying, they're trying to own and take out everything. Yeah, I just thought that this was cool, though. So. I mean, New where, Kirby uh, game in right. works. I mean, think about where do you get your information from the Internet on mm-hmm. what? Maybe a Microsoft computer. Right, you don't go on your Nintendo computer, on your Nintendo browser, Mm -hmm. or your Sony browser. It's Microsoft, man. It's Microsoft. I'm I'm with you, John. I see you. You love conspiracies. Uh, Sometimes I'm I'm there with them too. What's your game release, John? (laughs) Okay, so when I do game releases, I want everybody to know I'm back into video games for the first time in like two decades, and these are either (laughs) games that I've I've purchased, which I've only purchased like a handful so far, as I'm just trying to get back into it, or games that I see and I'm like. This looks pretty cool. This looks pretty cool. So I, I picked a uh, game called Against the Moon. Uh, mm. Against the Moon. And I've seen advertisements for this. Nice. Yeah. So that I believe that comes out on PC this week. Yes, PC this week. And I'll just read from their website about the game. Humanity has lost the future. Strange beasts mm. have overrun Earth. And the last of human civilization huddle with an ancient stronghold. Huh? We're safe I love for now, it. but you I need love a deeper you voice. got into it. I love how you got into it, though. That was that was brilliant. You need more whiskey, John. We're safe for now, but the old tech is crumbling. <laughs> Fuel is drying up. That's about as deep and gravelly as I can go before I have to start to cough. More whiskey and cigarettes for you, my man. Yes. Um, Ooh, cigarettes, too? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, if it helps the job. Ooh, you got that hot breath from that right there. That's that <laughs> well, hot. that's how you get a deeper voice, A.G. Uh, yeah. Is that what it is? And, and, that and cancer. That raspy voice. What? Cancer? Get a what? raspy voice and perhaps cancer. What? Uh, we blended classic <laughs> RPG <laughs> concepts and uh, modern game design to give you a dose of nostalgia. Your enjoy playing over and over is what they write at the website. So when I, I, I don't know, man. I always get into like sci-fi or humanity and old tech and those are my keywords, and if you put those in your game, I might go check it out. So that's Audio what I think. Buying yeah. your game. Uh, against the Moon, it's called. This or that. Okay, guys, it's time John, for... you got it? You yeah, ready? I got it. I got it. Time for All This right. or That on Amon Green's <clears throat> Gamers Lounge podcast. We'll start with pancakes or crepes. Oh, come on. Where do we live? This is America. It's all about pancakes. Crepes, no, go to crepes, go to France. Culture yourself, bro. I'm crepes. So <laughs> you drop me with I'm culture crepes. yourself, bro. I love that. You drop that on me, huh? <laughs> that should be on a t-shirt. Yes. Wow. Yes, culture yourself. Wow. Bam. I mean, crepes for me. Crepes are pretty Pancakes. damn delicious, right? You don't like America, They're do you, Juan awesome. Green? But you I, don't like America. But I will no, say this: it ain't that serious. <laughs> <laughs> crepes are damn delicious, guys. But if, um, like, if you get a really good thick pancake that's warm and 
buttery and got that syrup soaked in. Calm down over there. Get like, excited. get out of town. Man. God, you got to get a room, man. You got to get a room. <laughs> um, so I'll go <laughs> pancake because I'm thinking oh. best case scenario with my pancakes. Um, <laughs> this or that, guys. Are, are you a procrastinator or are you proactive? Procrastinator mm. or proactive? All right. Well, so, good one. so for me, my personal life, very procrastinating. I procrastinate with personal life stuff all the time, which probably isn't healthy for my relationship. But hey, that's what I do. Work life, I'm very proactive and schedule things out and look ahead. Where we're going? How do we get there? So for me, I'm right. kind of both. I'm kind of with you there, man. I think that's the the, the human dilemma, yeah. especially where we're talking about the social dilemma and the algorithms out there that has us going going right but we're thinking left and all that stuff so mm-hmm. i'm, I'm kind of with you i'm like 50 50 but if we got to make a choice i'll say i'm more proactive i'll go there i'll go proactive. this is tough because i bet you if there was a poll question you're right. procrastinating giving us your answer right now I, well i'm just saying i think the majority <laughs> i think the majority of people in general would say that they procrastinate right I bet mm-hmm. you 80% of people, if you asked a poll, do you procrastinate? I can't even say it. Um, I think they would say that they do. Um, I'm going to go with procrastinator. But that's not good. It's not good. I'm more of a mix, I would say, in general. But if I had to choose one, I would choose that. But that's always that's always the worst way to go, too, because then you just stress yourself out. Um, all right, this or that, dancing or listening? So listening, uh, so are you like dancing to the music or listening to the music? Is that what this one means? Uh, yes. Which one you would prefer to do? I'm a dancer. <laughs> I like Sorry. to chop it up, cut the rug, burn asphalt. I don't know whatever where phrases you could use for dancing. I'm that. What's the this or that, John? Dancing or listening? <laughs> Dancing or listening? Oh, I get it. Because you were you weren't listening. Yeah. Was, ah. <laughs> Clever. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go dancing. Well, if this is in regards to like music, I'd rather listen to music than dance to music. I kind of like dancing. You kind of like dancing? I think it's a good way like to get that. social with people. I mean, obviously not during you know COVID times, but you walk up a bar or you're somewhere in a club and you start dancing people are going to come toward you gravitate toward you more than likely I unless like. i'm dancing then they'll be like look at that dude dancing what a weirdo <laughs> does he know how to dance because you don't know how to well, dance john yeah and now if you don't know how to dance then they're going to point you out but yeah. if, or they'll put you out if you're chopping it up right you're just doing every dance that is known to man out there on the dance floor either way you're going to have some social interaction exactly oh I, I can't believe the next one you got to say, Uh-oh. what are you doing to us, man? Hey, man, you know, I'm always going to mix it up on y'all. You know, I'm going to have some fun. We did the mascara and eyeliner last couple of weeks where we, we don't have no clues about. So you don't even want to do. Are you want to are you going to say it or you want me to say it? I'll say it. Long dresses <laughs> or short dresses. <laughs> uh, well, can I start here? Has either Go one ahead, of man. you two ever worn a dress? No. I told you I did because I did? have daughters. Oh, yeah. And they, they dressed and they you did, up. They dressed me up. When, I let them dress me up one day. Okay. I have never worn a dress. I'll start. I don't care. I've never mm-hmm. worn a dress in my life. But to me, I think I would want to wear a long dress. Just one because. Like medieval dress or like current times like, type long dress? Probably like ankle length dress. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this, but 
I don't know. That's just me. I'm not big into showing off certain I, I parts wanna, of my body. So he said ankle length. I love it. Well, if, uh. you, if you have a short enough dress on, you're gonna have some issues as a guy. So you got to make sure you have everything covered up. I think it's right. hilarious that Ben looked at this question and said, oh, "I'd rather have a long dress. I'd rather." <laughs> I looked at this question and and I looked at it from a totally different perspective. Not what dress I want to wear, but yeah, what right. dress I, I might you, prefer someone else to wear. Right, right. Um, so I will go with short dresses by just saying that, and that's it. I'll say for both. I've been in a short dress because of my daughters, <laughs> and I like short dresses on 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 women. I'm a legs guy. I like calves. My wife knows this. I'm a legs guy. I like calves, hamstrings, and butts. I'm a booty guy. I can't help it. I don't think I've ever there. heard somebody say they like hamstrings. Hey. <laughs> Wait, did you say you hamstrings? A, it's an athlete thing. I like hamstrings. They're just, when they're bulging out, <laughs> and somebody works out, you can see that. Oh, oh I love your honesty, AG. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a medium rare steak. <laughs> you know I've never looked at someone's hamstrings before. Me either, John. This is amazing. I love this. When you've this. seen a good hamstring, you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to have to show you one day when you see good hamstrings on somebody's body, somebody's legs. You're like, oh, you man. Point, next time we're together, you point out some hamstrings. I will. We're gonna, you're going to learn. I'm going to educate you. Just give me a little tap, like a little bump. Little well, hold on. Like they, point Can I jump in here? So, so to mean that you would have good hamstrings, does that mean like you have like uh, thicker thighs? Yes. Okay. Definitely. Okay. All right. Definitely. Now I can kind of understand what you're talking about there a little more. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hamstrings. Um, all right. All right. <laughs> uh, photo booth or cigar bar? Ooh. Why don't we start with you? Uh, I'll start this one out. Um, I say, I mean, I'm a fan. I am a fan of cigars. I do say that, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of all the, the aroma that comes from a cigar bar, but I'm going to go. So I'm with that said, I'm going to go photo booth because you can have a lot of fun taking crazy fun photos in a photo booth, which I have before as a kid and as an adult. And that's been the popular thing at a lot of weddings now is doing the photo booth thing. Yeah. So photo booth for me. <laughs> I like a good um, uh, cigar, but I just, somebody said this to me. It was recently, maybe a couple of months ago. I didn't know that you're not supposed to inhale a cigar? Yes. I've that always been true. trying to inhale cigars when I smoke. No, them. man. That's why you, you cough like, so oh, bad. You get sick. But but is that a thing? Like you're not supposed to like regardless. Yes. Not regardless, supposed to inhale not, cigars. You just, it comes in your mouth. You inhale. You just push it right out. You do not let it go down your throat. Man, so, I didn't know that. I guess I thought they yeah. were like um, everything else. Like, I have um, some friends that cigarette. are cigar aficionados, and right. I've learned that. I'm sure there are some people that do that, but no, I don't think you're supposed okay. to at all. All right. Yeah. It's really, really, I'm really cigar. harsh. It is. <clears throat> it is. It's rough. And I feel it in my lungs and the back of my throat for like a week. <laughs> yeah. Your body's tr frantically trying to recover. Like, yeah. what did this guy do? Right. What did you do to me, man? All right, John. Um, I'm gonna go photo booth. Um, cigar bars. I'll say this: there's one in Indianapolis that I've been to a couple of times, and it's pretty cool. Um, and you get there and you have a whiskey. Yep. And you got a cigar, and in the moment you're like, "There's money. Who wouldn't want to like go to cigar bar?" Whiskey. Yeah. You got a whiskey. 
And then you go back to your hotel, and then the next day, and then the next month, and all of the clothes you ever wore, your jacket, your hair, every everything smells like, and it's awful. It smells like smoke. It's awful. So in the moment, they're cool, but then afterwards, for me personally, it's just like, gosh, everything smells. I'm supposed to get rid of all this cigar smell. Um, all right, guys. Apple picking or hay rides, this or that? I mean, Ooh. this is perfect for fall, right? Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it in there. I'm gonna go hay rides. I hate hay rides because I typically do those once a year, and it's always around Halloween fall time. So I'm gonna go hay rides. Yeah, I'm with you there, Ben. I'm hay rides as well. I've been on a few with the kids, and it was fun. It was actually a haunted one too. So we had Ooh. like Jason popping out of different places, and Freddy Krueger one time. So hay rides, they're fun. Big ride. Sounds fun, Big guys. Fun. I'm gonna go apple picking. I like apple picking. You get to walk around. Get the different types of apples. Go here's, make some. Here's my thing with that. On my grandparents' farm growing up, they had apple trees. Mm-hmm. And guess who would get stuck with helping them out, picking the apples? Oh, so it's a chore to you. Kind of. Oh, I kind of chore. view it as a chore. So yeah. yeah. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I, I rarely do it, so it's kind of a fun thing to do. <laughs> All right, guys. This like or that. I, I like how you said that. I rarely do it. Every, every fall, <laughs> like ben, maybe once every ben, other fall. Yeah. To Ben waking up to nightmares as a kid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you subtly did that, John. You did, ah, yeah, I occasionally do it, so I love it. I love it. It's pretty fun, actually. You don't have to, we're not forced to do it. Um, all right, guys, this or that final one: bonfires or football games? Uh, okay, okay, why, okay. Why? Why are we comparing these two? Like, I, I need some clarification. What kind of football game is this, Simon? Is this a college game, or man. NFL game, or is this it like a youth matter. or high school? High school, college, pro. You and your friends on the, the turkey bowl day when y'all go out in uh, the front yard oh, and it might just play be football. Playing yourself. football. Okay. I got to go football games in all day. Because I could skip a high school or a youth football game for a bonfire, but I'm not missing my favorite college or my favorite NFL team's game. Not happening. Mm. Oh, I like that comment, too. That was funny. He's, I'll skip a little league yeah. or a high school game for a bonfire. Yeah, that's a good way. Uh, that's why I put it in here, man, so I can I learn more about you guys. Uh, this is awesome. This is pick? so awesome. Well, what is the uh, former You're Green Bay building Packer building an algorithm against us? Oh, yeah, you know, all our I data. am. I am. See, this is how they work. Wow. <laughs> so, we bring it full circle then I know, here. I know not to send you anything about bonfires. I know to talk about to send you right. stuff in the mail, wow. on your Twitter, on your Instagram. About Thought you were on our side, Amon. Well, now we know to send you notifications about uh, hamstrings. <laughs> And short dresses. <laughs> oh, We're building our own algorithm over I'm a, here. I'm a, I'm a, I'm not, I haven't really – I've done a few bonfires. I say the only thing I like about them is you can make s'mores. Yeah. That's what I do at a bonfire. Um, but I'm going to go – I mean, I'm a, for, I'm a sports fan, so it's a no-brainer. It's football games for me. Yeah. Easy. Uh, bonfire for me. Like you just said, the s'mores, the chilling, the warmth, it's all, all about the bonfire for me. You hate sports, don't you? And I, I might pull a hamstring if I go play a pickup game of football. <laughs> I'd be injured. You'll find out where that hamstring is. Yeah, yeah, you will. I'll feel that for sure. All right, guys, that's this week's This or That. All right, man. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the podcast today. Uh, it was a great show. It was fun talk, all the topics. Hey, be careful trying to jump online and buy stuff. They're going to follow you. Just be careful. Um, but tune in next week to the podcast. We'll have a new this or that, new topics, new game releases. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amon Green 30. And Twitch is Amon Green TV. 
check me out. I haven't streamed in a while, but I will be back very soon. And we'll be streaming this show and also myself playing video games. And October is right around the corner, which for me is October Horror Month. So you can follow me on Snapchat as well at Green 30 Well, I didn't know you were on Snapchat. My... What? Yeah, I'm on Snapchat, Green 30 I'll be Damn. doing my October Horror Movie Month. I'm going to find that you means... right now. I'm gonna snap it, a snap a horror scene every every day. That's my goal. That's what I've done in the past. So, uh, Ben, you can let everybody know where they could find the podcast. Yes, sir. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast, you will find this one. You just gotta search Amon Green's Gamers Lounge podcast. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Ag underscore Gamers Lounge is where you'll find us. All right, everybody. See you next week.